0: So today, we're going to complete Session 75. This is Law of One, Session 75, received October 31, 1981. We're deep in the second half of the session, in the midst of exchanges between Don and Ra about white magic. Last time we ended at seventy-five thirty-one, uh regarding musical tone, vibratory quality of um, Sanskrit and Hebrew uh, syllables and mantra. And that was very interesting, and Ra of course didn't give secret magical initiation to uh, higher dimensional vibrating mantras. But uh, the discussion keeps swinging back to the nature of magical personality. And then the qualities of mind or being, whether it's in ritual, white magic ritual, or outside in daily life, in normal way of living, that are associated with invoking or living from magical personality or higher self. And the essential qualities for the disciplined personality or the spiritual path. So there are many different phrases and names and phrases used to explain spiritual path uh, and the goal Or the goals the major goals we can it's important to understand that there are different ways of talking about the same path and the same goals um, that come from walking the path or development so 7532 is the new material and also very important exchange Don says the three aspects of the magical personality are stated to be power love and wisdom is this correct and are all or are these the only primary aspects of the magical personality Ross said the three aspects of the magical personality power love and wisdom are so called in order that attention be paid to each aspect in developing the basic tool of the adept that is its self it is by no means A personality of three aspects, it is a being of unity, being of sixth density, and equivalent to what you call your higher self, and at the same time, is a personality enormously rich in variety of experience and subtlety of emotion. The three aspects are given that the neophyte not abuse the tools of its trade, but rather approach these tools balanced in the center of love and wisdom, and thus seeking power in order to serve. (laughs) Very high-density response. So let's just get it clear here. The phrase magical personality is basically synonymous to higher self. Late sixth density, synonymous to Atman in Sanskrit, uh, in my view, is comparable to Bodhisattva in Buddhism which is a a being of highly developed love, wisdom, wisdom, and compassion. And so the three aspects being discussed here, power, love, wisdom, are not the only uh, aspects of a being of unity or higher self. Higher self, being in late sixth density, experiences what we call unified self. It still has a sense of subjective identity outside higher self or beyond higher self subjective uh, identity dissolves into uh, an uh, understanding identity the one identity of all the octave as one's being and so identity starts to fall away in a fusion with uh, the logos but in terms of ritual white magic ritual and assumption of um, Assumption or invocation of magical personality, which really, again, is higher self. Uh, we can understand three qualities of the, you know, the upper triad as uh, power, love, wisdom. This is one way of looking at six, ver four and fifth chakra, fourth, fifth, sixth chakra, four love, five wisdom, six power. Power meaning will will is associated with intelligent energy. Intelligent energy is the power by which all seven chakra vibrations occur, right? Before the seven rays, we have uh intelligent energy, light, light love, love light coming out of the logos, uh which then differentiates to the seven rays. That's called the the will of God or the power the power of spirit. The nature of spirit is power. It's the power that basically is primary to any differentiation you can also say the three principles of creation being the law of free will the law of love the law of light similar as where the law of free will is power the law of love is love and the law of light is associated with wisdom in uh, theosophy uh, western metaphysics there's the th- there are the seven rays also some very similar almost the same as raw seven rays where the first is will and power the second is love wisdom and the third is light or intelligent activity and so there it there are many ways of of um you know slicing the pie but love can be seen as distinct from wisdom uh love wisdom can be understood as two sides of uh true sentience transpersonal mind the blue green center so from our level there is a difference between love and wisdom uh where love is more reception and wisdom is more reflection on the other hand we can say that reception reflection is the true nature of transpersonal mind or sentience universal sentience Coming down to personal mind, has two primary functions of reception, reflection, and that could be called the blue-green center or the second ray of love wisdom, in the Bailey system, theosophy system, seven rays, first ray of love and will, of will and power, second love wisdom, third intelligent activity. <clears throat> in many ways, is um, like the seven rays coming out of intelligent energy itself. It's, uh, you know, it's quibbling. But in terms of moving along the path, the basic tool of the adept is the tool that we use, which is called ourself. But that's also pointing to the notion that the seven rays, body, mind, spirit complex, body, mind, spirit, totality, you know, beingness, totality complex, right? The seven-dimensional energy fields of the octave self, the threefold octave self, right? So, I mean, all of this can be known. It's not, it's helpful to get a big view, and also it, it leads one to throw away um, more crude formulations from many other traditions, frankly, meaning many religious, spiritual, metaphysical, psychological, transpersonal lineage formulations of the self are crude compared to this notion of a seven dimensional threefold octave self body, mind, spirit, beingness, totality complex, seven chakras, seven energy bodies, uh, three stations of awareness body, mind, spirit complex evolving up to higher self, sixth density, number two, number three, totality complex, seventh density, or the spirit complex. But that structure with its function the threefold octave self is the tool of the adept <laughs> and uh the tool of the logos or is an expression of the logos that evolving beingness uses as a tool on its way back to its source, which is the logos. And so higher self shouldn't be pigeonholed to be considered three aspects. You see, infinity is a is a big deal. And so um, quantitative reasoning like it's of three and the seven you know out of the one came the three and the three came the seven that appears in dualistic polarized form then the dualistic sevenfold self returns back to the one through the three yeah that's fine but raw's discussion here of higher self is a discussion of who you are and who we are what we are in terms of capacity for experience and so magical personality sure we can say power love wisdom we can say power love wisdom and light we can say uh, will mind and um and energy uh, and and um and and activity or form based activity can be understood as associated with you know our uh, higher self and uh, awareness of one unity But what I find most important or most subtle is the last statement, the the equivalence or or an indication of higher self as a personality or a beingness enormously rich in variety of experience and subtlety of emotion. And, um, uh, you know, humbly I I believe I have some kind of uh, sensitivity to that. You know, uh, I love Arvo Part and I love Linton Kwesi Johnson, <laughs> this kind of thing, or uh, I like uh, the Marx Brothers and um, you know, and I like Nityananda, or love Nityananda. So th- this this is an important matter, and I'm not not reflecting to my case, but the principle is, love light is everywhere, and it doesn't mean that every source or uh, every possible experience is is of the same quality but one can distill love light everywhere one can one can find goodness and value everywhere actually in Gongzi, Confucius said something like even the good man and the evil man uh, I can learn from and one I can learn uh, qualities that I wish to develop and the other I can learn qualities I wish not to develop and so that those that are more distorted or our own distortions, present us with a view of what we're moving away from, or another uh, aspect of God, which we can learn to love and understand. And those that are less distorted, like teachers, and those aspects of ourselves that are less distorted, like our virtues, whatever they may be, um, give us another view of God, or another view of the Logos, and that which we seek to keep developing. So, this enormous richness is atman a higher self is very very sensitive you know sensitive to the, cont- to the contours of a leaf is sensitive to the poignancy of of all experience so one can develop such high sensitivity uh, but the the most beautiful butterflies stay far in the forest generally i see that here there are some very rare butterflies in Taiwan, and um, you have to go deep in the forest, far from the haunts of humans, to find them. And and there is a you know changed capacity to be with humanity as one develops um, high levels of sensitivity or subtlety, subtlety of emotion, and so that's a whole other matter. But higher self knows great subtlety of feeling now Ross said the only emotion is love for the one without imbalance that's true these are actually this this is the 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 great subtlety of um, permutations of love the the countless permutations of love sensitivity that come out as shades of color shades uh, hue 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 and shade and shadow and gradation of light-dark in one's capacity to feel life, to feel life. Um, But it's certainly a lot far, it's quite far from anger and grasping. It's the subtlety of freedom, the the subtlety of emotion possible when there's great freedom from anger, aversion, and uh, desire grasping. It's, it's the subtlety of mind, or the, the high, exquisite sensitivity of sentience itself as um, an infinitely uh, impressionable field of beingness upon which gradations of, of color or vibration or tone can be registered and known. So this is akin to the higher self as personality, enormously rich in variety of experience and subtlety of emotion. This is a very deep phrase, I think. So anyway, the point of the three aspects, or boiling it all down to three, is so that one can approach these three qualities, uh, power, love, wisdom, balance in love, balance in love, wisdom, actually, uh, and then seeking power in order to serve. Now, how many people seek power in order to serve? <laughs> very few. So the vast majority of Terrans, (laughs) Terran leadership, human, earth human leadership, seeks power in order to aggrandize self, or serve the self. That's not what we're talking about here. So, but I would just say that for anybody who seeks white, magical, occult power, you better take a good long look in the mirror to see if you're really centered in love wisdom and seeking those powers in order to be of service to all rather than to aggrandize your little self because if you want to aggrandize selfhood it's a little a little um dream that that you're feeding but if you're on the black magic path go right ahead so 7533 you mentioned in an earlier session that the hair was an antenna Could you expand on that statement as to how that works Hair as uh, electromagnetic receiver-transmitter? Ross said, it is difficult to do so, to do, it is difficult to so do, uh, how the hair is an antenna, due to the metaphysical nature of this antenna effect. Your physics are concerned with measurements in your physical complex of experience. The metaphysical nature of the contact of those in time-space is such that the hair as it has significant length becomes a t- becomes as a type of electrical battery which stays charged and tuned and then able to aid contact even when there are small anomalies in the contact and that's very esoteric super esoteric because we're not just talking about hair as antenna we're talking also Ross mentioning hair associated with contact uh, with higher dimensional non-physical beings uh, hair as metaphysical antenna associated with contact to those beings, to beings in non-physical dimensions in, in uh, via the property the metaphysical property of hair as type of electrical battery right storage uh, electrical metaphysical charge, pronic charge storage, antenna for hair, as hair as a pronic storage and antennae uh, body <laughs> body uh, body portion uh, body outgrowth that I- is involved in contact with higher dimensional beings. It stays charged as any electrical body or battery may, and tuned um associated with the consciousness of the being and if it's combed or not actually. And can aid contact with higher dimensional beings. Even when there are small anomalies in the contact meaning um it's a little bit messy or not perfectly combed, and I would say, you know, distortions in the mind of the of the person whose whose head hair it is but that the, this is an aspect of hair and again you know yeshua with long hair so the story goes versus Gautama shaved head the uh the bald the baldies of buddhism versus the long hairs of um, catholic orthodox i mean the eastern orthodox western orthodox forget it but eastern orthodox monks of the tradition many times have long hair of course greek orthodox russian orthodox many Great Christian beings had long hair, like Yeshua. Different, and and this is associated with higher dimen. Can be associated with higher dimensional contact with beings or beings of higher dimension. And Ra explains further, saying about optimal length of hair, seventy-five thirty-four for this aid, uh, the aid of uh, hair as store electrical or metaphysical energy, prana. Right it's the holy ghost we're talking about prana we're talking about numa we're talking about chi ki electrical you know intelligent energy really stored charged and then associated with contact with higher beings aiding contact which is reception transmission with higher dimensional beings such as such as in channeling or being overshadowed or inspired inspiration is there an optimum length of hair for this aid or this property Ross said, there is no outer limit on length, but the, shall we say, inner limit is approximately four to four and a half inches, depending on the strength of the contact and the nature of the instrument. So, long hair can indeed be a very um, helpful condition of body for mind and spirit, contact with family and teachers and friends and loved ones and the devas and atman, for one's own evolution and in service to other. seventy five thirty five. Don goes on, my may my hair well let's see. May anyone in third density accomplish some degree of healing if they have the proper will, desire, and polarity, or is there a minimum balance of the energy centers of the healer that is also necessary? It's a pretty interesting question, actually. Ra said any entity may at any time Instantaneously, clear and balance its energy centers. Thus, in many cases, those normally quite blocked, weakened, and distorted may, through love and strength of will, become healers momentarily. To be a healer by nature, one must train. One must indeed train itself in the disciplines of the personality. And this is a very—it's a little, <laughs> little precious stone here because there's some important principles that we can apply to ourselves yes any theoretically based on the nature of what we call the self being uh, seven-dimensional yes yourself this self is seven-dimensional or our vehicle our bodies the the body I'm using is seven-dimensional yes true for all so an entity which is truly seven-dimensional, may indeed, theoretically, at any time, fully, clearly, you know, fully, instantaneously, suddenly, totally, clear and balanced and are all energy centers. Now, Ra didn't say totally activate. Ra said clear and balance. We're talking about healing. We're not talking about becoming a Buddha. Is it possible to become a Buddha in one minute, In to instantaneously? Hey, baby, it's instant awakening. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> it it occurs in a moment but it it occurs after the after uh, the span of great effort over great periods of time but in terms of clearing and balancing that can be done in a moment but 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 it you know it it would require certain uh extraordinary development or burst of love and strength of will the will must be Very, very strong, very high, (laughs) and self-love or acceptance, non-judgment, non-blame, and understanding too, would need to be very highly developed in that moment, even if it's just a moment, it could be, but the desire for the healing, therefore, the associated love, wisdom, and will to heal would have to be uh, very significant then one could become a, a full healer momentarily it does happen just like the the mother uh, you know pushes the truck over so it doesn't you know hurt the child this kind of thing can happen that's um, access to vast reservoir of will so in terms of healing the chakra conditions also can be understood as blocked weak and distorted so there's chakra blockage there's chakra weakness there's chakra excess Or excess of activation of any one chakra in relation to the others these are all conditions chakra conditions that are associated with um, wounding or the need for healing but the antidote as always for the healing of body and mind is love wisdom and will but to do healing consistently to be a healer by nature not a healer momentarily uh to do it as as one's life, one must indeed train oneself highly in you know the ways of clearing <laughs> the blockages of one two three and uh full development of green blue becoming crystallized healer with six chakra activation and contact with intelligent infinity that's that's the work of the disciplines of personality and um generally. The first step to be a healer is to heal thyself. And so, if you want to be a healer, that's good, that's nice, but actually one will be a healer only as effectively only to the degree one's healed oneself. And um Ross said the healer first practices the art on themselves. The healer first, that's the proper uh beginning training, you know, initial phase of training of the healer is to deeply heal themselves. And so, if you go to a healer, you're going to be... Uh, the the experience may be limited by the degree to which the healer hasn't healed thyself, themselves. And in any true healing school or training, um, work on self is primary, is, is foundational. So anyway, 7536... Then we go back, Don's kind of going back and forth between magical personality and white magic and ritual process and disciplines of personality or the path. Don says, how does the use of the magical ritual of invoking the magical personality aid the mind-body-spirit complex totality, which normally is the seventh density portion of the octave self or vehicle, but I think he means the totality of our being. Could, could you expand on the answer you gave in the last session with respect to that, meaning the assist, the nature of the assistance we gain by invoking magical personality during white magical ritual. Ra explains, and that was a very interesting exp- uh, presentation or teaching last time, Ra says, when the magical personality... Is properly and efficaciously invoked the self has invoked its higher self thus a bridge betwixt space-time and time-space is made and the sixth density magical personality experiences directly the third density catalyst for the duration of the working it is most central to deliberately take off the magical personality after the working in order that the higher self resume its appropriate configuration as analog to the space-time mind-body-spirit. Now, it means that you can screw around with your higher self. And of course the black ones will say, oh, it means I can um, have access to all that Atman has access to for my self-aggrandizement or, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, my role as the Merovingian as the matrix 2 showed well maybe yeah maybe but you're driving in the fast lane so and uh, (laughs) you're not alone so when magical personality which is higher self okay it's basically the manifestation of higher self uh, in white magical or in magical ritual so invocation of magical personality through let's just say white magical ritual is a linkage to sixth density higher self or the Atman, the, the second or central aspect of our octave being, Atman, unified self, late sixth density. That <coughs> establishes even though we're saying sixth density another density, that is a link that that is a link to what we're calling time space. Time space is not simply third density time-space, but all other dimensions uh, beginning with the astral time-space and including 4, 5, 6, 7 I would say could be called time-space or are to us non-physical, immaterial therefore associated with time-space or that which is beyond space-time. So beyond the veil or on the other side of the veil or that which is outside conscious mind, or the five senses and in the intellect sense, everything there, which is uh, like the uh, <laughs> that famous woodcut of the, the man peering outside the bubble of the world into the the celestial uh, realm, um, that's time-space. That includes astral plane and all higher densities, and therefore, higher self to a large extent. That bridge between space-time and time-space, sixth density, is achieved the, the magical personality Atman. Again, you know, you so many different words for the same thing. Atman, in some way, experiences directly third-density catalyst for, for the duration of the magical working with the practitioner garbed appropriately or having invoked and maintained that assumption, metaphysical assumption, properly. Then Ra's recommending take off the garb, the costume, or the metaphysical assumption, de-assume magical personality after the ritual, to basically not screw with the the metaphysics uh, of uh, intelligent energy relations between sixth density and third density space-time. Basically, to not screw up the seven-dimensional self or seven-dimensional vehicle of the octave self, which we are, the octave beingness, take off or disengage or de assume, disassume, take off the previous assumption integration of magical personality during the ritual. And that returns higher self, uh, or basically the seven dimensional circuitry, actually, to a, the more appropriate configuration as an analog. And so. Higher Self is analogous to Mind-Body-Spirit Complex. Higher Self, as a six-dimensional beingness, is analogous to Mind-Body-Spirit Complex in 3D space-time. It's uh, holographic, hologramic, you can say, actually. It's a metaphysical analog, that's true. And, um, you know, Source is itself uh, a metaphysical analog of its manifestation the uh, seven-dimensional beingness with bodies, seven bodies and chakras and various uh, potentials and states of consciousness is itself analogous to uh, the Logos that, you know, which is its source. So anyway, this is a very subtle kind of thing, but there is invocation of magical personality which is akin to higher self and Uh, that's uh, an important aspect of white magical ritual 7537 then you are saying that the act the signal or the key for the invoking of the magical personality which is the putting something on or a gesture uh, putting something on or a gesture should be as carefully not you should as carefully take that something off or reverse the gesture perhaps at the end of the invocation is this correct He's really saying that the activity, <clears throat> see, I don't know about white magical ritual, I'm not into this, the action, the signal, the key uh, associated with invocation or assumption of magical personality, maybe putting on a clothing or gesture, should be done carefully and taken off carefully. Should the assumption, whatever the magical param- you know dynamics are, or the specific gesture activities are, should be done carefully and reversed carefully. Carefully take it on, carefully take it off. Ra said, this is correct. It should be fastidiously accomplished either in mind or by gesture as well if this is of significant aid. If this is of or is is to be of significant aid. So fastidiousness is important, yes, yes, yes. So there's uh, meticulosity, being meticulous, being fastidious, being really, really careful. That's very, very helpful. That's associated with wisdom, very much with wisdom. And, uh, you know, the uh, thin-lipped, <laughs> thin-nosed uh, occultist with uh, spectacles, you know, is rightly fastidious and meticulous. The question is, to what extent is, is heart radiant, blooming, um blossoming red rose heart if that's not done they probably will swing left so high degree of fastidiousness and being meticulous and being really careful is critical in assumption of magical personality and therefore de-assumption or taking it off too Uh, it's critical for the development of wisdom on the positive path and the negative path and high degree of discernment and uh sensitivity reflective uh, sentient reflectivity sentient reception and uh transmission reception transmission is receiving and um, reflecting those are the qualities of love wisdom but the particularly ability to communicate um blue ray sparkle is important for magic (laughs) yes Uh, it's also important in service uh, and teaching as a teacher or a helper by word. 7538. Now, the invocation of the magical personality is not necessarily effective for the neophyte, Don says. Is there a point at which there is a definite quantum change and that the personality is or does then reside or are? Is it, can it be done in small degrees or percentages of magical personality? As the neophyte becomes more adept raw said the latter is correct meaning in the work of invoking magical personality uh which can't be successfully achieved very well by somebody who's just learning the neophyte neo new uh, fight fetus i'm not sure what that is but the new student the new learner Uh, won't do ritual most powerfully uh, as to when later they're more experienced. Is there a quantum change? Is there a a qualitative shift or upgrade in their ability, of course, I would think. Uh, but, But they're actually, you know, quantum change is the result of incremental change, always. And incremental change, as far as I know, is capped, or phases of incremental change are generally capped by uh, what appears to be sudden material precipitate manifestations of what may be called a quantum change, like the snowflake that causes the, an- the, the avalanche uh, or the grain of salt that causes the previously dissolved salt in water to come out of solution or come back into solution or come out of solution into Precipitate as uh, salt on the bottom of the of the glass. So, gradual, gradual change that's that that doesn't necessarily manifest any observable distinctions. Generally, are capped by what appears to be a quantum change or sudden, instantaneous transmutation, transubstantiation, perhaps, or change of form. So, there is gradual. There is sudden. But Ra seems to be saying that the latter um, is (laughs) how one learns to take on the magical personality more effectively over time by learning or doing ritual increasingly effectively, by small degrees or percentages. (laughs) So more and more, as one learns white magic, one effectively assumes uh, the fullness of Atman and then learns to take it off or let it go or resume uh, proper electrical uh, intelligent energy um, pranic circuitry between the lower triad and the upper triad. 7539 Then is it correct that the or a good sequence for developing the invocation of the magical personality are alternate meditations first on power then a meditation on love and then a meditation on wisdom, and to continue cycling that way, is that an appropriate technique? Um, Ra said, this is indeed an appropriate technique. In this particular group, there is an additional aid in that each entity manifests one of these qualities in a manner which approaches the archetype. Thusly, visualization may be personalized and much love and support within the group generated. Very interesting. So... A good sequence for developing invocation, right so we're just first talking about invocation as to what one does after invocation is more or less successful is another matter, but to preparing the way for successful invocation of the magical personality or assumption of higher self in space time in the ritual may be um alternate meditations or a cycling of meditation first on power, then love then wisdom now Ra's saying that that it is an appropriate technique, not is the only, but is an. It is included that that, process, that type of work would be considered appropriate. And in the LNL group, you have the additional value that each of the three manifests one of the qualities so well, uh, or very, very well, uh, so that their manifestation approaches the archetype, meaning is nearly ideal uh in association or or congruence resonance with the archetype of those three power love wisdom power i think is jim love carla wisdom don but you know <laughs> they all have their blockages like we all do so you know these things are very subtle <laughs> this is one reason that very high teachers are very sparing of praise because the student, all of us, generally get heady on praise, you can say that Carla's manifestation of the archetype of love uh, approaches what? The ideal? Approaches the I- archetype, meaning approaches an ideal manifestation. Dawn's capacity of manifesting or manifestation of wisdom approached the archetype of wisdom, which is, which one? I don't know. Maybe the here font, or the hermit. But, they still had their blockages, and they still, you know, had limitations, like we all do. So, uh, great teachers are are very uh, hesitant to um, praise muchly the student, and um, it's not a good thing for us to be self-condemnatory, but we should be, I think, a little careful in um, giving ourselves too much credit for any achievement or anything whatsoever in terms of uh, spiritual achievement it, it you know fair crediting you know appropriate you know reasonable appropriate crediting of one's development is fine <laughs> but the the path stretches on infinitely beyond us you know so our development is really uh, not much <laughs> compared to the path ahead and those ahead of us uh, so I think it's pretty, you know, vision. Vision supports true humility. True humility is simply realistic metaphysical vision. And um, you can see people get into trouble when they think of themselves as more developed than they are. Then there's a 48-second pause, for some reason, after this answer. And getting close to the end of the session, 75:40. 40 uh, more about... Uh, ritual, Don asks, is the exercise of fire the best for the instrument, or is there anything better that we could do other than, of course, the things that you've already suggested to aid the instrument? Ross said, continue as you are at present. We cannot speak of the future, as we may then affect it, but there is a great probability possibility, if you follow the path which you now tread, that more efficacious methods for the entire group will be established. This instrument begins to show rapid distortion towards increase of pain. We therefore would offer time for any brief queries before we leave this working. So, Don asked again about the exercise of fire in terms of supporting her energetically. This is really probably something that he had written down to ask in this session. And... Uh, we're really, really, I think he's asking about how to help her in terms of physical and vital energy levels so that she's well and not ill and um, has as fuller body functions available, which she were lim- was limited on. Ross said, We can't speak of the future as we may then affect it. This is, again, the perspective um, associated with the uh, dictum those who know don't say. Those who know that which could be considered an infringement on the law of free will by speaking, don't speak if they know that they shouldn't be which they would normally know Ra, you know, speaking of the future when, when one who knows like Ra like, a, like a, a teacher who can see past karma and future speaks openly uh, without veil as Yeshua spoke with veil, Ra said you know, in a, in a sort of symbolic way, those, uh, those, those adepts who see and speak of the future and then affect it are infringing, or speak of the work that the one who's asking needs to do alone and hasn't yet done and is, does, is, is unwilling to do, maybe, or avoidant, uh, asking so as to avoid. I'm asking for the answer so I don't have to make effort to find it myself. This kind of perspective very common. You know, uh, the more one asks, the more one is rejecting the opportunity to find it oneself. Yeah, and so Ra, as a knower, uh, knows uh, speaking unveiled of their future. Ra, the, the group of the few fu- the group's future, which they did know. You know, they knew what would go, what was possibly possible to happen. Therefore, didn't say it. They didn't want to, you know, uh, affect the outcome. But, Ra is saying there's a great probability, possibility, which means it's strongly likely if they continue the path they were on, they would find more effective methods for healing her. That's what we're talking about here. Exercise of fire or whatever is best for Carla. Unfortunately, you see that 30 sessions or so from here 75 to 105 106 was the end of the contact and um, Don's incarnation was over soon after and Raw wouldn't have spoken of that either even though I imagine they knew it was a possibility probability not a probability it might have been it might have been less likely at session 75 than it was at session 95 meaning here at session 75 Ra had the good reason to see the probability vortices into the future that things could got, get better for them. But 20 sessions later, or 30, perhaps, uh, or not 30 for sure, but 20 or 25 sessions, session 95 or 100, the the configuration of probability vortices were, was altered significantly, perhaps. But it's sort of sad what happened, but all's well that ends well and I'm sure Don and Carla are very well now actually 75:41, final uh, of this long session 75 Don asks is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact and raw gives the final exchange final return I am raw you are conscientious the alignments are well I am raw I leave you, my friends, in the love and the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. And um, that concludes a very long session 75. Next time, session 76 shows us what? 22 exchanges, not that long. And it almost looks like it was sort of cut a bit short, session 76. More dynamics associated with Carla and maintaining the contact. You can see they were having some there were some hardships going on uh, where psychic attack was increasing perhaps. Ra Don was asking about the banishing ritual of lesser pentagram meaning to um, purify the place of the negative entity, and there was a long delay, a huge delay, actually, that's the point, between Session 75 and 76. 75 was October 31, 1981, so the end of October, like the beginning of November. November, December, January, the next Session 76 is February 3rd, so the delay was over three months. And that's interesting. I don't know the backstory for that. Um, it may be that Carla had some. Yeah, Carla has had trouble. So you see, it's very interesting, right? Seventy-five was a massive session, profound uh, transmission. I would say very, very, very deep principles of um, the work. You know, the, the path of disciplined personality, which means the way accessing to. Magical personality, higher self, and then the invocation assumption of higher self in 3D space-time, and the taking off, and the qualities of fastidiousness and care, and um, many principle, core principles of the path in Session 75. Then there was a three-month you know, 3 break, November, December, January, and from 76.1 we see Ross saying about Carla, She was in a state of physical complex complex bankruptcy, meaning zero, which has existed for some uh, time. Meanwhile, vital energies are normal or strong, spiritual. So her vital was fine, her spiritual was strong. (laughs) Meanwhile, her physical complex was zero, bankruptcy. And that was probably the reason for the three-plus month, month three-month-plus break. From session seventy-six to seventy-five to seventy-six, and um, there were certain questions about whether they should continue with Ra. Even Don asking about will our continued communication be deleterious to physical energies? Meaning of Carla, will she die if we continue because her energy goes to zero physical level? Uh, and so, it's a it w- they were starting to get into stormy seas or rocky roads here. Uh, but we also see some very interesting uh, discussion moving into the Tarot and Egypt. And histori- you know, Ra's history in Egypt as it pertains to the Tarot and then the um, archetypical mind and the systems of understanding archetypical mind like tarot and um, sephirot or tree of life and astrology and it's a little bit more cosmic so we're talking about other dimension other realms and the logoi and their planning so it's an interesting session quite different in some ways in 75 so anyway i hope this has been helpful next week same time You're well, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year, and Happy Holidays for all. Take good care of yourselves, see you next time, and good night.